Welcome back to Behind the Birds. After a brief vacation for the four of us, three of us have returned for our first true off-season pod. I mean, we were potting through the draft and, and free agency, but now in the thick of the off-season, I'm joined, me, the host, obviously Nod, Nader, Nadeshot, Nader G, NG. What other nicknames do you guys call? Whatever. N Dog. And dog, I'm joined by everybody but Jay. So that's Max Eagles Intel and Donovan Philly Eagles updates. Jay wanted to pass along the message that Donovan sucks. So we're going to pass that message along. Haters going to hate. I don't know what to tell you guys. True, haters are going to hate. We can't, a very different mood this time around on the pod. Last time I think we potted, it was right after the the Phillies either swept the Mets or took two out of three on the Mets. Oh come on! Just I a little that. a little different feeling now. First place, let's go Mets. What are we? Five games ahead? It's irrelevant. We today are are joining three of us are here to talk about the most pressing issue right now in Philadelphia, and that is Ben Simmons. No. Um, we're going to talk about the Eagles 53 man roster. We're going to go through, we're going to do some predictions, talk about some training camp battles. And then maybe at the end, we'll talk about Ben Simmons and, uh, I'd rather not just all we have to say, all we have to say about Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons or Dame Lillard. Leave it at that. Bring Dame Lillard. Let's go back. This is the football city. Let's get back. (laughs) Bring Dame Lillard home. (laughs) Let's get back to the Eagles. I can't deal with Sixers talk right now. It's still heartbreaking. So for everybody that's sort of been tuned out, like we have been the Eagles, draft was at the end of april they spent some time after that uh they haven't really done much since then they cut they cut who who's the quarterback they cut oh uh jamie newman jamie newman they cut jamie newman the undrafted and we took a, me and jay took a look at his contract and people everyone was predicting to make the team or kind of be like a lock quote unquote a lock you know he was undrafted but dude got literally zero guaranteed money like he was not guaranteed to make the roster he got no guarantee that he was going to be here after this mini camps and clearly he must have been pretty terrible during those mini camps because literally the second they ended, see ya. And now we have. Yeah, I mean, people have been asking me, you know, what, what could have caused him to get cut? How does that sort of thing happen? I mean, there's something, I don't yeah, know. Like maybe, maybe, wants, that's how it happens. Yeah, I mean, something something happened, right? The coaching staff didn't like what they saw. Maybe he was late to a meeting or something. Whatever yeah, there was, it a, is. there was a couple of cuts through that period. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we'll get into all of them when we go through the roster. But basically, the Eagles have ma- mainly stayed quiet. Last month or so, it's really the dead point in the Eagles offseason is May and June. There are some camps, but not really much. And then training camp starts end of July. So, you know, we'll, we'll probably be around next couple of weeks doing some mailbag episodes, talking about some uh, training camp stuff, pre-training training camp, camp stuff. stuff. Yeah, previewing the season a little I mean, bit. Training camp starts, I think, almost exactly a month. I think it's like July 29th. And, I, I, and ironically... After, I think it's safe to say this podcast wasn't didn't love the Sirianni hire, but ironically, uh, ironically, he's the best coach in Philadelphia. That's right. right. I mean, people have been talking about this WIP poll they put on Twitter of which which Philadelphia coach do you have the most confidence in right now? And I mean, it's impossible to say Doc Rivers or Doc Rivers. Should I say Glenn Glenn Rivers? and, you know, Elaine Vigneault is fine, but this is not really a flyer city anyway. So, you know, I, I don't mind Elaine Vigneault, but I, I think if you got to be highest on one guy, it's got to be Sirianni. And and to his credit, I mean, the sort of things that we had heard when the Eagles hired him and the justifications they gave for hiring him, you know, his competitive spirit, his infectious energy, that stuff has begun to come through in the press conferences and his staff. And, yeah, it's a very young staff, but 
I'm feeling a little bit better about the Eagles coaching staff before we get into the roster. I think maybe we can start there. How do you guys feel, you know, maybe a couple months after the draft and, and the roster is beginning to take shape a little bit. How are you feeling about this Eagles coaching staff? Sirianni, Gannon, Steichen, Brian Johnson. How are you feeling? I mean, I, I think I feel a little bit better. I, I obviously, you know, I think they could be a little bit more, interesting i i don't really think there's a lot of like com- really innovative minds at the top of this this uh this coaching staff but i mean i really like the brian johnson hire and uh i, I think the jonathan gannon hire is is good i mean he was well sought out over, uh, on the market i would prefer somebody who was going to spend you know who, who this could have been a long-term destination for but if jonathan gannon's getting hired away in a couple of years i mean something probably went right with the eagles defense so uh, not much you can complain about there um so yeah i mean i'll start with max max how you feeling about start with Sirianni and then the rest of the staff because I, I think i think me just like everybody else has has uh you know felt a little bit better recently I think when he first got hired, I think me and Jay were higher on him than most people were. We were both like, we were both pretty thankful it wasn't going to be Josh McDaniels, first of all, because that would have been atrocious. There was no getting around that. Like, Josh McDaniels would have been sending this team to moon. Like, <laughs> if Josh McDaniels was his coach, we're screwed, absolutely screwed. And they would have only, I think the only reason they hired, would have hired McDaniels is to keep Carson Wentz and potentially quote unquote fix him. But obviously all that's passed. Sirianni, he's got some swag to him that I love. Something about him. When you hear him talk, people get all mad because like you hear him stutter, you know, screw up these press conferences. I love Sirianni. He has juice as a person. Sure. As a person. He, he gives off yeah, yeah, exactly. an energy that's just the rock, paper, scissors is awesome. I think. I think a big thing, Sirianni, I've mentioned this multiple times in multiple different pods. The big thing I really like with Sirianni's hire and what I'm hoping to see this year is what he does with the wide receivers. Because he helped the Colts wide receivers out a ton. You know, obviously the Eagles have had some wide receiver problems since how long are we talking? About? I mean, since I guess Jeremy Super Bowl Macklin year, but I mean, even Kansas maybe City. before then. Yeah, when fuck, Jeremy Macklin was the last 1,000-yard wide receiver, not including Ertz. So, I mean, we've had wide receiver problems. And you have guys now. Hopefully, Rager steps up this year. Hopefully, Sirianni helps Rager out. We've heard throughout the mini camps that Devontae Smith impressing everybody. I mean, it's mini camp, so I'm not putting like a ton of balls in the bag, whatever. But you know, dude's a Heisman Trophy winner. He's got skill. We're hoping that he turns into the what tenth overall pick. And then, so Sirianni thinks going to get the most out of the wide receivers. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm not, I'm not giving any guarantees here, but maybe we get something on J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. Not giving guarantees, but, you know, yeah, he had a few oh, plays God. last year, Nader. He had a oh, few plays. No. He had a touchdown last year. Off a fumble. <laughs> <laughs> that he I'm, literally – that I could have I could have picked up. I'm staying yeah. mostly quiet on J.J. All right, but I'm going to – yeah, I like the offensive – I like Brian Johnson, the quarterback's coach. I think he's going to be really good – I think he's going to be really co- good coach for the Eagles. Sorry, I'm starting a little bit. His relationship uh, with Hurts is going to be <clears> beneficial. I think, yeah, yeah I, agree. I think I that. I think, that. yeah, I think the relationship with Hurts, I think he – I think he's a future offensive coordinator in this league. And if some team does poach Saints Steichen – which I think is very possible if this Eagles offense actually improves and shows something worth watching this year, then Steichen could be at the top of some of these lists because this Eagles offense going into the year, you might not think it's anything special. You know, Jalen Hurts is a mystery. You've got Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager, two really young receivers who 
are still Rager still developing and Devontae Smith, nobody knows what he's going to be yet because obviously he hasn't played a game. We've got an old offensive line that kind of bangs up a lot and we've got a solid running back. So if this offense is good, Steichen's going to get some head coaching consideration. As Nader was saying before, the whole Gannon thing, the, th- the reason I'm okay with the Gannon hire in, in terms of him possibly getting poached is you don't often see a defensive coordinator getting head coaching jobs. Like how many do you see like Salah this year? Yeah. Some, probably yeah. not many. You Brandon have to have Staley. a stellar defense. You have to have a stellar defense, like a top five defense. Staley, const- yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You have to have a top five defense consistently. And you have to have that kind of like attitude. One of the reasons Salah was tired as head coach, which he could have easily been the Eagles head coach had they not been so dysfunctional about that whole situation, fired Doug Peterson the day after week 17 or the week after week 17 and actually started their process when all these other teams did. But Salah's attitude and the way players respect him is a main reason he's going to be, or main reason I think he's going to be a successful head coach, not just because of his defensive scheme and how he plays football and how he coaches football, because of how players respect him and how he commands respect. Gannon, I think, I don't know if he's a Sal level. I think he's going to command respect from the locker room. But the big thing, the big thing is he's going to help these defensive backs. And that's the Eagles' big red flag going into the season. The, the DBs. They got two. I think apparently McLeod's going to be ready. I've, yeah, I've I've seen that ready week one. Anyone else hear that? I feel like am I not? Yeah, I just hear that. All right. So you got McLeod and Harris as your safeties, which isn't bad. Yeah, McLeod Harris, your safety's good, fine. But then you get to the cornerbacks. You got Slay, who goes in and out of every game. He gets hurt, goes back in, gets hurt, goes back in, yada, yada, yada. And then, what, you're going to throw out Zach McPherson as your cornerback, too, who's a rookie, a fourth-round rookie, who has never seen time in the NFL. Played for Texas Tech, probably didn't play against many good receivers. Well, I guess he played for Penn State, too, but I don't think he played that much. But <clears throat> you have Monte Max, who's 5'9". If he's not playing the slot, he shouldn't be playing at all, unless he moves to safety. And Kenny Moore, the Colts cornerback, said that Jonathan Gannon is the best coach. Yeah, I saw I saw the Kenny Moore stuff too, uh, and I think I think Max is right. Gannon Gannon's going to be great for the uh, for the defensive back room. Yes, yeah, so I think that Gannon is really here to help fix those DBs. I think the defensive line speaks for itself, and the linebackers. I mean, you hope Alex Singleton and TJ Edwards are going to play well. I mean, who else do we have? Dave Deion Taylor. And they signed Eric Wilson from, from Sean Minnesota, Brad- I think. Sean Eric Wilson. Bradley. Oh, I did forget about Wilson. S. Sean Bradley. Bradley's a special teams guy. But Eric Wilson would be a good one. I like the Eric Wilson signing. I think Jay talked about him a few times on the podcast before they signed him. Yeah, what what do you think, Donovan, about this the coaching staff briefly, and then we'll get into the roster. So I think I think the two things I like, the fact that two guys were kept, and obviously Jeff Statlin remains as the offensive the offensive line coordinator the offensive line coach and Aaron Moorhead I think I've been I think I've been on the Aaron Moorhead train more than anybody yeah um I think more I liked what I saw out of Moorhead last season considering the injury plague that hit the Eagles once again but what what I what I noticed was that the emergence of some of the wide receivers we've seen last season which wasn't the case in past years with other wide receiver coordinators, um, you know, Quez Watkins kind of didn't come out of nowhere, but I mean, he had a, he had a couple of great games. John Hightower saw some improvement from him in the beginning of the season, especially. So, I mean, obviously Travis Fulgham, you know, so 
I liked what I saw out of Moorhead. And, you know, the injuries kind of hamper the Eagles wide receiver season once again. But I did like what I saw, and I'm kind of glad they they did keep him around for at least one more season to see what he's got with this new coaching staff. But like you guys said, Brian, jo- Brian Johnson is just great hire. His relationship with Hurts is going to be beneficial. Jonathan Gannon, you know, all these guys familiar with Sirianni's type of coaching, they work together. You know, it, it makes sense. Jamal Singleton, you know, the loss of Deuce Daly hurt a little bit. But I think Jamal Singleton is still a good hire to replace him in in this offense. It, from what I've seen, the running backs like him. Miles Sanders likes and loves him. Um, these guys love him. We'll get into the running back room in a little bit. But, you know, even Kevin Petullo, the pass game coordinator, you know, all these guys, they kind of have worked with each other in one way or another. So they're familiar with each other. There's not anything new here. So they're going to bounce off each other really well. That's what I, that's, that's what sticks out to me. I like that you mentioned Petulo because, um, he, he seems like a guy that's going to be, uh, more prominent that I think we might realize. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he's going to be, he's, he's close with, he's close with Sirianni. He seems like he's going to be sort of Sirianni's right-hand man to an extent. So, um, you know, I, I think he's going to take a pretty big role in this coaching staff and, and, you know, we'll, we'll see how that all plays out. I think out. him and Ste- Steichen will work together a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's the thoughts on the coaching staff. I think we can just jump right into the, uh, jump right into the 53 man roster. The three of us all have the roster up on our computers. We're going to go through it position by position, uh, starting on offense and with the quarterbacks on the roster right now. There I are think only... we can all agree this with this one. Really? So there's three quarterbacks on the roster right now. Obviously, Jalen Hurts, Joe Flacco. And I think I think they Nick keep three Mullins. quarterbacks going into the season. I agree with that. I, I, I think I agree too. I mean, I think there's a chance they go with two, but this is an organization that that really values. See the big thing. Um, yeah, the big thing also with this is with the new coaching staff is you can't really look at past trends on how many they keep at each position because they're going to want to keep different guys. They're going to have different techniques in the offense, new schemes. So you can't really look at like last year the Eagles kept like I know in Peterson sometimes they've done two quarterbacks sometimes they've done three. Am I wrong? The wide receivers they've had like seven wide receivers in the past. You know, I could be wrong. This is just a question because I know there's a lot of rule changes this season. Did they expand the active roster? Um, not the 53 man. I'm talking about the active roster on game day. Did they expand that? Mm, or I did don't they think so? I think, I think they talked about it. I, yeah, I remember them talking about it. I didn't know if they actually pass. Okay, okay, I think it's going to pass the next two years. But I they gotcha. didn't pass it for this year, but I think they're going to keep three. I think Mullen signed here because he knows he's going to at least make the 53 yeah, yeah, roster, yeah, assuming so. as, as long as he's not, you know, the West Coast, awful in training camp. But, the West Coast style quarterback, I think he'll, he's he'll, not a terrible quarterback. Three, he's had some success as a starter for a third string. He's not, yeah, but it's also not with good. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is also coming off an injury, he's going to be ready by the start of the season, but like. Hypothetically, Joe Flacco could get hurt in training camp preseason if he ends up, if fingers crossed, Jalen Hurts doesn't get hurt. But if he does, Flacco goes in, gets hurt, you're ending another quarterback. That's why yeah, Nick Mullins, so. I'm assuming, he's playing. Unless they want Greg Ward to play some quarterback. But yeah, so Eagles fans, Eagles fans don't don't overreact when Jamie Newman doesn't make the roster because he's just gone. Wasn't that good? Wasn't that yep. good, folks? So uh, I, I think we're in agreement there. Either... You know, maybe they keep two. I think they're probably going to keep three. Um, 
we'll say three for the sake of this exercise. Now to the running backs, I'll read off. There's a lot of running backs on the roster right now. This is a, a one of those low-key competitive positions. On the roster right now, Kenneth Gainwell, Kenny Gainwell, Elijah Holdingfield, Jordan Howard, Jason Huntley, on Johnson, Adrian Killens, Miles Sanders, and Boston Scott. Of that group, I think we can confidently say that Miles Sanders is obviously going to make the roster. I'll be slack. And Boston Scott, Boston Scott, I would say is. I think I wouldn't say he's a lock for this think, case only. I don't think he's making it. I really? think he's make. I think he's making it. But here's my thoughts with the addition of Kenny Gainwell. Yeah, that's exactly what I was. This thinking. is what you get. It's why you think he's not going to make it. Mm-hmm. If the Eagles get a respectable trade offer for Scott, I think he's out. Like if some team offers him a oh, fifth trade. or sixth round pick. That's the only way I he's, think Boston. He's a he's a he's a he's an unrestricted next year, right? Uh, I believe. I believe. So. I, I believe he's unrestricted. That much. It's either next year or the year after. I know but he was obviously restricted this year, but I'm gonna say that Boston makes the roster unless someone trades for him. Okay. I and think. I, yeah, I, I mean, I think you got to show of, too much unless he's again. I think it's fair. I'm, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. I think you for sure. Kenny Gainwell is going to make the roster. Yeah, I think he's fourth round pick. I, easy, yeah. He's. A, I think he's a fifth. Fifth round pick. Fifth round but, pick. My bad. But even so, I. I mean, he's just the type of. I think he's a lock to make the roster. Usually, then, fifth round picks aren't. They aren't locks, but they have a high chance. You don't usually. Right. I mean, it's also a running back. It's like when, when you're taking a fifth round running back, it, it's a little different than like a fifth round offensive tackle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's usually so, when you see good running backs go. Yeah, that's right. Besides, so, like you know, the top like four or five. So I think Kenny Gainwell makes the roster. I that. think, I think you're this fourth spot. I think you're looking at either Carry On or Jordan. I think. Jordan that, I Howard, think those. Yeah. Are I think I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule spot. out. I wouldn't rule out Killens either. I would. Uh, he's I would, terrible. I, I, I wouldn't rule him out. He was, yeah, I don't think. I don't think Holyfield. I don't think Holyfield has a chance. I don't think Killens has a chance. Holyfield will find himself in the practice. I don't think Huntley has a chance either. But but for sure, I think it's going to be. I think Max is right. It's it's either. I think those two are going to because those two. Have literally either, the same exact skill set. Yeah, right. It's I think it's gonna be. On. I think it's gonna be carry on though. I also think it's gonna be carry on. I, Howard's. A, I mean, look, the, Howard has familiarity with the old coaching staff. I don't think that helps him much yeah. here. But but maybe. Yeah, you know, but may, maybe. Yeah, but as, a, as a but as a fourth, as a third or fourth string running back, your familiar familiarity with the offense isn't really the old that, offense too. I, I think. Yeah, I agree it, it, the big it's, thing it's, with carry on though is he's one of the best pass blocking running backs in the past right. few years. So that's mm-hmm. why I think he has the edge over Howard and going into training camp. So and he's what he's what young he's what one or two years younger than Howard. I think Howard's actually same, uh, Howard's low key very young, but, but he is young. Yeah, he's only played he's for the, a lot of, the I think I've seen a lot of I think I think carry on I think carry on and Najee Harris are the same age, which is actually crazy. Yeah, something like that, but. I've seen something like that that said Najee Harris and Carrion Johnson were the same age. But yeah, I'm leaning Carrion. I, I wouldn't be surprised the Eagles end up keeping five backs if they all look really good. Mm. Oh, to keep or, three keep three quarterbacks and five running backs. Uh, I don't know. You'd have to feel really good. Then if, if, they, if they all look really good too, that kind of goes back into the Boston Scott point. Yeah, yeah. He could be shipped out because I don't think you're gonna get a pick. You're definitely gonna get a pick for Carrion Johnson after he was just cut. Jordan Howard, chance to get a pick are so 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 slow. Right. So I, I think consensus here is that they're going to go with four Sanders, yeah. Scott, carry on Johnson, Kenny Gainwell. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel pretty good about that. I mean, look, it, like we said, it's a crowded position. There's going to be some battles. There's a lot we're going to learn. That's the other thing with this exercise. Look, we're, we're really, we're far ahead. We I don't, there's my 53 man roster, like 
a month ago and literally the next week got blown up because we signed Kerrigan and a few other right, guys. Right. I mean, look, at the end of the day, there's a lot that's going to come out and, and, you know, we'll watch the preseason games. We'll see what's going on in training camp. There's a lot of information that still has to be uh, unveiled. And, and that's why they have training camp in the preseason games. So we, you know, it's impossible for us to know exactly what's going to happen, but look, we, I, I think this is a fair prediction so far. And, uh, um, Chauncey Billups is the new head coach of the, Portland I just seen that. I was just about to say that. Um, beat me to it. Bring yeah. Damian Lillard out. Okay. So from here, let's go. I think receivers we, we can talk about next. Uh, and probably, I'll read, this is probably the most crowded position. I was telling you this. Yeah. Roster. Another, another super crowded one. I'll, I'll read the ones we have on the roster right now. JJ Ortega, Whiteside, Jamon Osborne, Travis Fulgham, John Hightower, Jalen Rager, Devonta Smith, Devonte Smith, Michael Walker, Greg Ward, Quez Watkins. So of that group, I think you can confidently say Devonte Smith, Jalen Rager, Travis Fulgham are locks. Yeah, and I, I think, I don't know if we can put lock on Travis Fulgham, but I think we effectively can. I don't really see a scenario in which Fulgham I doesn't make the roster. I think he's a lock, it, 95% lock. Yeah, 95% say. sounds right. And then I think what will happen, and I, you, we can talk about that. I mean, we, 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 our group chat's been talking about Quez Watkins a little bit recently, but I think... Uh, His videos recently have been looking good. He's been looking kind of like what Hightower is supposed to be. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a battle between Quez Watkins and John Hightower for that super deep threat spot on the roster as like the fifth wide receiver, maybe the sixth wide receiver. Ward's See, I think, I, think, I think Ward's going to make it. I think, I think Watkins so well. is. I think Watkins is going to make it, and I think the sixth spot is going to be. To me, it it's been a toss up between Hightower and Osega Whiteside. I think if you have and to Quez, me and to me, yeah. Here's what I, I was just about to say. Yeah, I'm glad you pointed out because I was going to say because Quez and and Hightower are kind of like the same repetitive skill sets. Yeah, right, right. So I think the reason I think the reason why they'll lean towards Osega Whiteside over Quez or high tower is because of that reason because they don't have many guys like our sega white side with size on the on the roster that could he's do also what, pretty you know. he's also a very good blocker for wide receiver yeah for sure i i, I agree uh, with stop complimenting him oh and, and I, I, in my 53 minute stop. house prediction i actually had to move me to tight end and, i think i'd rather have i think i'd rather Jordan have Matthews. mac i think i'd rather have mac collins back Mac oh. Collins making that big catch for uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick at the end of that Dolphins game last oh, year. Oh God! Um, <laughs> I think I think that lands us at what six? Yes, that would be at six. So yeah, yeah. We'll be, I think we'll... I think I think the number is pretty like it's going to be six. It's just a matter of right. what six. So and 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 I think I, I'm pretty confident in saying Smith, Rager, Fulgham, Greg Ward are four. One of John Hightower and Quez Watkins is five. I would say it's Watkins. And I think yeah. Ortega Whiteside is battling. Honestly, not with the wide receiver position, but I think he's really fighting against like you know a tw- an eleventh offensive lineman or a fifth yeah. a fifth running back. I-, I think that's where the calculation. It wouldn't surprise me if they did keep seven wide receivers if they had I was, an extra roster. I was going to say that yeah. as well. Yeah, I was going to say that next. But Depends. Right. I-, I think that's right. Yeah. The preseason for these wide receivers, the- I think besides Devontae Smith and Jay and Rager, all these wide receivers are playing at least a half every game. Here's here's another thing worth noting too is whether they keep two or three tight ends on the roster well yeah let's right now we can can get into tight end right now well because i was because i was going to say because maybe our sega white side could fill that void as the tight end on the third because if because let's say they keep goddard and richard rogers only on at the tight end position but they keep seven wide receivers and have our Sega wide side kind of fill in that. That's interesting. Tight end three. That's role. a very interesting. You know, that I, I actually like this idea a lot. I mean, look, I, like like Donovan said earlier, our Sega wide side is one of his biggest or, or Max said earlier, 
his biggest skill set right now is pass blocking. And, and if you can turn him into like a slot. Hakeem Butler. <laughs> turn him into the Keem Butler. Right, what you tried last Slot Butler. tight end sort of red zone <laughs> threat. I think that's certainly possible. And so that's a good segue. We could talk about the tight ends on the roster right now. There's like eight of them. Wait, Hakeem but Butler, do we want to say the final six? Yeah, the final series? six. The final six yeah. are Thega Whiteside, uh, uh, Quez Watkins, Greg Ward, Travis Fulgham, Jalen Rager, Devontae Smith. Okay, I'm okay with that. And then at tight end, it's Hakeem Butler, Jason Kroom, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, Tyree Jackson, Richard Rodgers, Jack Stoll, Caleb Wilson. Obviously, we all think Zach Ertz is going to be gone by the start of the season. Absolutely. Dallas mm-hmm. Goddard is tight end one. Richard Rodgers is tight end two. And I think... I think they're going to keep a third. I was, I was thinking Kroom. Yeah, either Kroom or Butler. I, I don't really have a preference. I don't I, know I, about... but I think Butler might spend a little more time in the practice squad. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Don't be surprised to see Jack Stahl make a run for the I was, tight end yeah, three spot. I was, I was looking at him. Too. I was a fan of his in college. I think he had potential to be like a seventh round pick. He could have gotten picked there. He's definitely a high priority free agent. Mm-hmm. It would not surprise me to see him have a few good preseason games, a good training camp. Mm-hmm. And with how bad the depth on this Eagles roster is at tight end, besides even Richard Rodgers, I wouldn't even say Richard Rodgers is a lock. No, I, 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 yeah, he's been here so often. I think the front office is going to sort mm-hmm. of the thing that the front office gives to the coaching staff is like, hey, yeah. like this is our veteran that we think, you know. Yeah, has. I'm sure they'll give him the benefit of the doubt because of that. But I'm, I wouldn't say he's a lock. I do think he's going to make the roster. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying, don't be surprised if Jack Stahl makes a run at this roster spot as tight end yeah. three. Okay. Yeah. That being Something said, I'm going to pick, I would probably pick Kroom, but. I'm going to say keep an eye. We're going to definitely gonna have a pre-training camp one. Yeah, that's we'll do this like, again. That's going to be a guy I have. And keep, are, are we all saying that it's going to be three tight ends? I think so. <sighs> See, I, I'm a little. I think it's going to be three tight ends, I think but I'm, I think I, they could put JJ out there. That's what yeah, I'm saying. That's, that's right. what I, I, I think. I think exactly I'm right. leaning. I'm leaning towards that. But if the majority vote is three tight ends on the roster, then, then go ahead. So, so I'm so, saying JJ as a tight end. Right. Okay. 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 So, so what's interesting is that when you're doing these 53 projections, you you got to make decisions in the context of the whole roster. So I think what we can do is we'll come back, evaluate at the end of the offensive offensive section, whether we think they need that extra roster spot or they need to squeeze somebody else in there, and and then that's sort of how you make decisions here on what you think is possible mm-hmm. for the Eagles to do. Like you got to look at the totality of things. So yeah, I, I think we can come I back agree. to this now. Here comes the the I'd say the most difficult part, which is the offensive line. Do you guys want to do this as a whole or start with tackles? I would, and I would just say do it as a whole, honestly. Because yeah, okay. a lot of these guys mix and match. I'm gonna read you off all of the offensive linemen on the roster right now. <laughs> Buckle Have up. Fun. This, this could take a minute. Have fun. LaRaven like, Clark. We should talk about him over. first, really quickly. He's gonna be on PUP injured reserve. He's still injured. He he tore his something at the end of last year. He's uh, gonna be on the roster like from week he six. He is a veteran, yeah. So he is going to he's gonna start on he's PUP a guy. He's from or NFI Colts. or something. So uh keep an eye on him. Andre Diller, Jack Driscoll, Lane Johnson, Jordan Mailata, Brett Toth, Casey Tucker are your tackles. Scrolling up a little bit. Matt Pryor is a swing tackle. Then you have Kayade Awasika, Brandon Brooks, Nasty Nate Herbig, Suo Peta, Isaac Sayamalu are your guards. And at center, we have Harry Kreider, Luke Jariga, Jason Kelsey, Ross Pierbacher. <laughs> and I think that is it. Yeah, that's it. All right. So let's start with obvious ones. Uh, 
Obviously, the battle at left tackle, it's going to be one of Jordan Bailata or Andre Dillard. I'm going to... And the, going back to this real quick, kind of with the Boston Scott thing, you could easily see one of these guys get shipped out in training camp. That's they exactly get a good pick. right. Yeah, that's right. And I, and I think more likely is going to be if Dillard, if Dillard loses the battle, I think there he's a prime candidate to be traded. I if Bailata loses the battle... Because of the fact that they're going to have to pay him next year. Maybe, but I think that's sort of a sign that he's not ready yeah, and, and maybe another team takes a chance on him, but I wouldn't be surprised if they let this season play out with Mylotta and Dillard on the roster. I think maybe Dillard gets injured again, right? Like he, he dealt with the pec issue last I, year. I do think if Mylotta wins this job, I think Dillard's going to get shipped out in training camp. Possibly probably the, good, probably the uh, Jets, by the yep. way. I was going to say our good friend, Joe Douglas. Yeah, friend is a strong, a strong <laughs> word. Yeah, um, yeah so, so that's exactly right. So at the moment, I actually, I, I think Mylotta is the slight favorite, but I have no idea. Who's going to win? We'll find job. out in training camp. We'll find out in training camp for sure. Um, See, Malu's a lock. Sam is going to be the left guard. I've heard some people say that what's his face? Landon Dickerson, Dickerson can. Oh, oh, we didn't mention Dickerson. And, and this, there's a reason why Dickerson is not signed to the roster yet. Uh, and I wanted to bring this up. Our theory, our working theory, the three of us, and and uh, we should have asked Jay's opinion on this actually prior to the pod, but our working theory is that there, uh, there are some challenges with the injuries and the injury guarantees in the contract that is probably holding it up. He's the only draft pick not to be signed. I imagine everything will be worked out fine. It's probably just taking a little longer to settle out all of these. uh, Nobody should be worried. It's it's different than a veteran holdout. It's a rookie contract. He's signing. Right. He has no respect in this league yet. So he is not on the roster. Technically he will obviously make the roster once he's signed. Uh, I've heard some people say that he could challenge uh, that he could challenge Sam Malo. Um, I don't think he will week one. Not year one. No, a year one, maybe. Week one, no chance. I would say that around if Simalo I mean, struggling if the C. first Malo, few weeks. Yeah, if Simalo drops off completely. Yeah. If Simalo struggles first few weeks, then I'm telling you that Dickerson could be in play. Week, I'd say earliest, week four. I would say week four earliest. And then, so keep locks going. I would say Jason Kelsey, obviously a lock. Dickerson's obviously also a lock, by the way. We didn't really mention that. Rookie second-round pick, he's a lock. Um, Lane Johnson is a lock. Here's an interesting one, though. Brandon Brooks, Snader. Right. I, and I, I do, he's, he is going to be the right guard, but, like, there have been some rumors floating around about potentially because Dickerson could play right guard too if he wanted to. Right, and Brooks actually said uh, he confirmed that it's true that the Eagles yeah. were shopping him. I, I think the most likely scenario is he stays for a year and then they trade him or they cut him. It is challenging. I mean, the contract is just brutal to trade yeah. right now. So uh, next year you would save. You would still have a huge dead money hit. I don't know. I think they'd have to rework this deal if they want to get him off the roster. Um, I think he'll be on the roster for the whole year, though. I agree with you. I don't think and he's I do going think anywhere. He's, I do think he's going to be the right guard. I do think, unless obviously injuries happen, which he has been injured the past two years. But Brooks, right guard, I think he's a lock. Lane Johnson, lock. Yep. And so, Jack I mean, the Driscoll, offensive line, lock. yeah, Jack Driscoll's a lock. And the offensive line generally, the starting offensive line, I think is pretty settled, you know, the outside are, of the battle for yeah. left tackle. But, you know, one of you know, both those guys are at least making the roster if one's not traded. Right. So we're going to go ahead and predict both of them on the roster for now, yeah. uh, plus That's, the other four starters. And then, and then Dickerson. And then That's Dickerson seven. is seven. Jack Driscoll is eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I reported, and when I say I reported, I mean I posted a report from Inside the Birds saying that uh, our friend Nasty Nate Herbig has lost 30 pounds. 
I think he'll be um, on the roster too. I think he'll be on the roster. I think he played pretty well last year as sort of like a reserve swing guard. Yeah. Um, so he, he's number, what is that, nine or eight? Nine. That's nine. nine. And that brings us to 25 total on the offense. Here is where I think things get interesting. You could, I could totally see them keeping like Suo Opeta or um, over. Oh, I completely forgot him at Brett Pryor. Yeah, I, I think this means we're going to have to cut the tight ends down to th- two. Do you want to come back in two for now? I mean, look, we, we can go up to 26 offensive players. Maybe we can keep going through the exercise. I think definitely they're going to keep Matt Pryor and maybe even Suo Opeta too. That's that's the issue I think we're running Suo into. Suo Opeta, is he practice squad eligible still? Opeta, let me see. I'm not, I'm not positive. I don't know what the rules are. I know it's he's like three years and Fox Green, something like that. Second year, I think. Oh, he then yeah, he is. is. Then he is a practice squad eligible. Then second year, he is. I don't know how often he's been in the league. He's eligible. This is this is his third year. So I think he's going to be. Yeah, I think it's three years, first three years in the NFL, you can be practice squad eligible. Besides Corona year, obviously, but so okay. I'm going to say I'm going to say Opeta's practice squad guy. So we're going to say so ten with Prior. Yeah, but also I think another reason that with how many guys, if you have to remember, we talked about at the beginning, LaRaven Clark's coming back. Right. He's going to start on the PvP, but then some by the season there could be injuries and obviously every, and everything, or someone could not be performing like they wanted them to. But you have to keep that in mind. So let's keep it at 10 right now, I'd say. And then okay. if we need to, or we, do you want to cut down to two tight ends or no? We, we, we can deal with that after we go through the defense. Right. I mean, we went so we're at 26, 26 guys on the offense. Yep. All right, off to the defensive side of the ball. Let's take a look at – let's start with defensive end. Um, we have – oh, wait, I sorted this incorrectly. Okay, defensive end on the roster, Jannard Avery, Jaquan Bailey. Switch Jannard Avery to linebacker. Yeah, he's going to be a stand-up. That's right. Um, Derek Barnett, Brandon Graham, Teron Jackson, Ryan Kerrigan, Matt Leo, Joe Osman, Josh Sweat. All right, so locks here. We're looking at Brandon Graham, Derek Burnett, locks. Unless Burnett gets traded, Josh but he's not going to get traded. Josh I would say Sweat, Josh Sweat. I wouldn't Ryan say he's a lock. Kerrigan. Kerrigan's a lock. I wouldn't say Josh Sweat's a lock. I think Josh Sweat's like an 80% lock. I, and I then think I would say either one of Taron Taron Jackson or Patrick Johnson. I would say uh, Taron Jackson. I Patrick think Patrick Johnson is being listed as a, Yeah, I think he's a linebacker. Huh? I think yeah, the Eagles are listing him as a linebacker. So I think that Taron Jackson is going to make the team. So I would As say fifth what, defensive yeah, end. Defensive end. So it'd be so it'd be Graham, Barnett, Sweat, jo- Jackson, Kerrigan. and Kerrigan. 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 Yeah. So that's what that's what I would think. That's that's right now because I'm Johnson's being listed as a linebacker also, or they drafted mm-hmm. him as linebacker. Yeah. Okay. And even then, I'd say Jackson is going to make it over Johnson. I think I'm comfortable with that. And 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 looking at defensive tackle, it's Cox, Hargrave, Willie Henry, Ty McGill, T. Y. McGill, Hassan Ridgeway. Marlon, Tui Pelotu, Milton Williams, Raekwon Williams. The locks here are Milton Williams, Hargrave, and Cox. Yeah. I would add Tui Pelotu and Hassan Ridgeway as the five, the five-man group, bringing us to 10 defensive linemen. Does that mm-hmm. sound accurate to you guys? I was going to say, I was going to say that too. It wouldn't surprise me to get four if they needed an extra roster spot for something else. And it was Tui Pelotu. But that works. Yeah, I'm I mean, fi- I'm fine with five. Everybody's been saying Tua Pelotu is is pro ready right now. He, he feels that sort of right, and he feels that. Uh, Same thing with Ridgeway. Ridgeway's always injured too. Timmy Jernigan role. Yeah, I like Ridgeway a lot. I mean, I think T. Y. McGill has a shot, but like, you know, that's another thing that is going to become much clearer as training camp progresses. McGill, and well, the thing now is you can bring players up from the practice squad to play that right, week. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. they did with McGill a few times last year, if I recall. 
So I think that could be something to do with McGill again this year. So that's so that's ten defensive linemen, and I think we have pretty much agreement there. Jumping to the linebackers, Sean Bradley, TJ Edwards, Patrick Johnson, Alex Singleton, Rashad Smith, Jacoby Stevens, Davion Taylor, Eric Wilson. And of this group, I would say Davion Taylor, Eric Wilson, Sean Bradley, TJ Edwards, Alex Singleton, Jannard Avery are locks. Well, and that don't forget, leaves don't for, what? I didn't hear you cut out for a little bit. On oh, me. Did wow. You say, did you say Jacoby Stevens? I did not say Stevens. Well, I, I would put him in there. I think Stevens is going to make the roster as like one of those like Jalen Mills types of roles where he plays linebacker. Because so really quickly, yeah. what what Max just showed me on this here uh, camera <laughs> is a rumor that among the teams with major trade interest in Trailblazer superstar Damian oh, Lillard, oh god, is come the on, seventy sixers. This guy's reported stuff before. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. Look, 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 look. All, all I'm saying. Oh is come on! If guys. Damian Lillard requests a trade, Portland's going to want to send him to the Eastern Conference. There's only two or three true contenders on the Eastern Conference that could offer an actual package because Milwaukee and Brooklyn have burned all their picks. That's the Sixers, the Heat, and the Celtics. The Sixers are not getting Damian Lillard. I think, I think, I think Damian Lillard should come home. That's all I'm saying. Come home? (laughs) What is he from West Philadelphia? (laughs) He's from here. He's from here. Steph Curry is from here. Uh, LeBron's from, Le- LeBron, from Philadelphia. LeBron, LeBron touring his kid around Malvern Prep. Anyway, that's a uh, a brief interruption. Yeah, keep we, it on. Keep going. We'll do a uh, Damian Lillard emergency pod after he just traded the Sixers. Trey Young, Trey Young got hurt actually. Yeah, Trey Young also from Philly. Um, <laughs> okay, so linebackers, I think is is a, a real disaster. I think they're gonna have to keep seven or eight. If you count Jannard Avery, yeah. that's that's you know one. I would say I would say six. I would okay, say, so who are your six? I would say Singleton, Singleton, T.J. Yep. Edwards, Eric, Eric Wilson. Yep. T.J. Edwards. Yep. Davion Taylor. Yep. Jacoby Stevens, like I said. Okay. And my fifth, my Gennard sixth Avery. would be. I'd say Brad, Avery. I would say Bradley. What about Jannard? Are you not? Are you cutting Jannard Avery? Or are you counting him as a D? I would uh, say. I would say. Bradley. I would say. I would say cut Jannard Avery. Really? Over, so th- over Bradley. This, this is why I'm stuck with the seven because I think Bradley makes the roster, but so does Jannard Avery, and that's seven. It's hard. It's hard. I don't think I don't see them keeping seven linebackers. But I mean, for a look, position look, they don't value. Right. I agree with you, but I think the logic here is that Jacoby Stevens doesn't really count as a true linebacker, and nor right, does Jannard. Right. But but I think when you're looking at the safeties, like, are they going to keep six safeties? Because because I don't want to I don't want to go too far ahead like what we're about to cover, but off the top of my head, McLeod, Harris, Kavon Wallace, Andrew Adams, and Epps. Are they going to keep six and and put uh, Jacoby Stevens at safety? I I, don't, I just don't see it. And I so feel I, like- I think there's a I think I think they're going to cut Jacoby Stevens. If you want me to be honest with you, I, I think okay. they're going to cut think, him. I don't think they are. I, I don't I, think so. I don't think so. He's not a lock, obviously. I think I think he's I think I think because he kind of fills like Max said a little bit. He kind of fills that Jalen Mills role in that hybrid defender that could kind of play multiple positions, and he's kind of built built a little bit like a linebacker. I mean, they drafted him as a linebacker, so I think they'll keep him. So, what do we want to do? Is consensus here? 
I say I say that they keep six linebackers. The and six cut Chenard Avery. I, I think I want Avery on the roster. So we can compromise at seven and then go back and and cut somebody else. So we're saying else. seven? Okay. We'll say seven for now, and then we'll cut somebody else, either either that that extra offensive lineman or the extra tight end. That's fine. Okay. So that brings us to the cornerbacks. Uh, another place with a lot of battles this this uh, this summer. Lavert Hill, Michael Jaquette, Craig James, Avante Maddox, Zach McPherson, Josiah Scott, Kevin Seymour, Darius Slay, Shaquille Taylor, and Graylin Arnold, and Nate Meters. So of that group, Darius Slay, obviously, Zach McPherson, obviously, Avante Maddox makes three. The back end of this room. And this, after that, I mean, the back in, end of this room in, is, is Can we put tough. in a for a number for the fourth one? Can we put in a veteran? A veteran like, TB, that, TBD? That's yeah. not that's not on the team yet? Like yeah. like a Steven. Who's the guy they were? The Pittsburgh Nelson? guy? Steven Nelson. Nelson. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Crave on LeBlanc brought back. I don't really know who else is out there. I think I Josiah think Scott is making the roster. Possibly. I know we've talked about this before, before Josiah Scott. But we've talked about this before. When they got Darby, whatever three years ago, whatever it was, twenty trade seventeen. I mean, yeah, I mean, they could, they could just keep Jaquette. He was terrible. I, I, I think, I think not. this is going to be one of those things where they just let McPherson get toasted all year, uh, and then him, Josiah Scott, Avante Maddox, all battle it out. And then, I mean, look, if, if there's somebody else in the roster that maybe, I, I think they just let Zach McPherson go trial by fire, and and you know the team is not supposed to be that competitive this year i'd rather them not sign anybody and just see what they have on the roster and if somebody gets toasted all year i mean that's life right it's like that's something i'm willing to live with to get a proper evaluation on on these guys and and the other thing is we're expecting them to go cornerback first round next year so like i i wouldn't be surprised if we're if we let zach mcpherson take 60 percent of the outside corner reps find out he sucks and that gives us the the well, he could know, also be good and Darius slay could be going next year right Right, that's sure. the other thing. Right. So I so think, I think those those four I think are locks, and after that I don't really have. I think there's a chance they take nobody after that. No, they're gonna take five. Darius Slay getting hurt as often as he does. Well, they they could have like a like a like a safety maybe maybe Graylin Arnold maybe who can play both positions or yeah. like the other thing is they can shift Maddox to safety. I don't know. Elijah, I don't know what they Elijah do Riley could play. Elijah both. Riley. They're going to be a nickel team. That's the thing. I mean, they're going to play a lot of nickel. That puts Avante Maddox or Josiah Scott on the on the field a lot. Um, beyond that, I don't know. Five. I think they're keeping five. So who's the fifth? Mm. Yeah. I'd say Jaquette. Jaquette. So you have... Or, sl- well, you okay, have- wait. If we're- so you what about Craig James? What do you think of Craig James? See, I think, I, think, I think it's going to be Slay... McPherson, yeah, Craig James, Avante, and Jaquette. No Josiah Scott? No. I think Josiah Scott's going to make it. Okay, so why don't we compromise on Craig James? As and I think fifth. it could be six. I think it could be six if they if they sign somebody, they trade for somebody. But well, We're at 48 players now. So yeah. we're going to have to do some cutting. So, okay, yeah, we'll do some cutting. So we're at 48 with five. With five left, we still got safeties and then the three specialists. We and all know the three specialists. specialists. Right, right, right. So let's say we're at 51. So we're at 51. And and the fifth corner we're going to say is is who? Josiah Scott. Josiah Scott. And so who's the fourth? Jaquette or? I would say. I think it's a veteran, but. 
I would say I would say Craig. I would say Craig James for now. I'm only gonna say Craig James. I'd say Craig James for the special teams facts. Okay. All right. So we'll say Craig James. Okay, that's five. So the five, just to recap, are Slay, McPherson, Maddox, Josiah Scott, Craig James. Um, And now we're at fifty-one. Given the specialists, I mean, we do we have to really we can do the specialists really quickly. Rick Lovato is the long snapper. Um, Jake Arian Elliott, Sippos. Jake Elliott's the, the kicker. Arian Sipos is the is the puncher. So that brings mm-hmm. us to fifty one. So we're gonna have to do something with. Um, I say, I say, trim one tight end. Yeah, uh, for trim. sure, we're gonna have to trim a tight end. We'll 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 come back to to where we can trim after we decide how many safeties we need on the all roster. Because, right, all right, so. I'm going to, I'm just going to go back to my point from earlier, which I see, I see Jacoby Stevens making the team. Now, whether they put him at linebacker safety, I don't know, but I think they kind of have to put him at, I think they had, they have more versatility if they put him at linebacker, just because I don't know how you keep six safeties. I think he's making the roster. So, and it's Stevens. Do we have him in the seven linebackers? Let me just read off who the safeties are on the roster. I don't think so. I don't think so. On the roster, we have Andrew Adams, Marcus Epps, Anthony Harris, Rodney McLeod, Elijah Riley, Kevon Wallace. All right. So, who's are your locks or Anthony Harris or Rodney McLeod? Yeah. And Kevon Wallace, I would add. And Kevon Wallace. And Kevon Wallace, I would say. And I think you have to add. Epps. Epps, Epps for special teams, and Elijah Riley. And I wouldn't say I don't think Riley's making. No, it. I don't think Riley's making it. Here's the I thing: would, I would put I would put Adams over Riley, Andrew uh, Adams. I would keep four safeties because we're going to be tight was, anyway. Well, here's what I was thinking, kind of going with Adam was saying. I think you're keeping four safeties here, but I think one if you're keeping seven linebackers, I think one of those linebackers is Jacoby Stevens. Right. Play safety, so, keep his linebacker. I, I like this idea. So four brings us to what? Fifty-five. Right. Um, so, yeah. So we'd have to cut the extra tight end, which we can do, and we have to cut probably one of the linebackers. So we just cut Kroom at tight end. We cut Kroom at tight end, and we have to cut the linebackers down to seven. Which we I have, say we had seven, didn't we? Sean Bradley, no, no, no. I think. No, we have no, to we cut, have to him, cut, cut him down six. to six. Yeah, I think Sean Bradley's the one who gets cut in this scenario. So yeah, I think I Avery, think Avery, Stevens and Stevens make, make the team, and Bradley gets cut. So See, then I think, our linebackers I think, are. I think Bradley would make it over. Jannard Avery, but I don't think so. I think Avery's going to be a good linebacker. I mean, and they traded a fourth this, this round is all, pick. This is for all him. perception. Yeah. It's also right. all of perception right, right, right now. We have no idea how Avery's going to play, right? As especially, a in a, especially in a new defense. This is a lot like our Sega Whiteside with a new. A lot of these guys are have something to prove you know. now because they have a new coaches who right, have never right. seen him play before. And, and I think, I think moving Avery, Avery to Jim Schwartz had his little thing where he played favorites, so Avery never touched the field. The one game he touched the field a solid amount of times, he played very well, but obviously that was his defensive end. So I, I think I think that moving Avery mm-hmm. to stand up back or sort of this like, you know, sp- quarterback spy role uh, indicates to me that they're invested in his development and interested in what he has to offer. So I, I think they cut Bradley and that gets us to fifty one. But we, we can go through the whole thing in a, in a second here if we agree all all agree on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why don't we just go through the whole roster? Really quickly, just organize our thoughts. Um, the quarterbacks are are uh, Jalen Hurts, Joe Flacco, Nick Mullins. That's three. The running mm-hmm. backs we said are Miles Sanders, Kenny Gainwell, Carryon Johnson, Boston Scott. That brings us to seven. Mm-hmm. The receivers: Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager, Greg Ward, uh, Travis, Travis Fulgham, Quez Watkins, JJ Arthega, Whiteside. That's six plus the. What are we at now? Thirteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then the tight ends are just two, Richard Rodgers, Dallas Goddard. That's mm-hmm. 15. 
Then we have 10 offensive linemen, Jordan Mailata, Isaac Samalo, Jason Kelsey, Brandon Brooks, Lane Johnson. And then the backups are Andre Dillard, Landon Dickerson, Nasty Nate Herbig, uh, Jack Triscoll, and our 10th was Matt Pryor, Pryor. right? Mm -hmm. That brings us to 25 offensive players. On the defensive side, our defensive ends are Josh Sweat, Derek Barnett, Brandon Graham, Brian Kerrigan, and... um, Taron Jackson, I think. Taron Jackson, that's five. Our defensive tackles are Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Marlon Tuipelotu, Milton Williams, and the fifth, we decided Hassan Ridgeway. Ridgeway. That's 10 total on defense. Linebackers, Jannard Avery, TJ Edwards, Alex Singleton, Eric Wilson. Um, Davion Taylor. Davion Taylor and, uh, and, and Jacoby, Jacoby Stevens. That's six. That brings us to 16. The cornerbacks, Zach McPherson, Darius Slay, Avante Maddox, Josiah Scott, uh, Greg James. That's 21. And the four safeties are... Um, I'm blanking on McLeod. Anthony Harris, Ronnie McLeod, Kevon Wallace, Marcus Epps. Correct. Yeah. That brings us to 53. And there you go. Is that the the special? Wait, wait, wait. Is that including the specialist? That's 50, not including the specialist. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. Yeah, it's 25 offense, 25 defense. And and I think off of that, you can can tell that sort of the battles here are going to be fourth running back spot, Sixth, linebacker fifth and sixth receiver spot all of the linebacker spots depth of the wide receiver depth of wide receiver depth, depth of cornerback depth at safety it also and, wouldn't surprise me like this is so irrelevant that nobody should really care about this if they brought in another punter to yeah i it's surprising they close. haven't but but it seems like suppose is the guy um, no, if you, it's punter like it's not that big of a deal but. right they and, won't, and the they other won't, thing i'd add i don't know if they, they won't bring in another kicker because they have elliot under contract for yeah his contract makes it hard to move yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I'd add is that uh, the the bottom of the defensive line depth chart is going to be a, a, a battle as well. There's a lot of young guys in there from this year, from last year. Like T.Y. McGill is going to threaten. Uh, I don't think Patrick Johnson is the linebacker convert, the guy who they, they're putting yeah. in as the – yeah, I don't think he's going down easily. I don't think Marlon Tuipelotu is being handed the job. He's going to have to fight for it. So, you know, I, I also think Ridgeway has a lot to prove a little bit. Max mentioned his injuries. So, yeah, I mean, look, there's a lot of things. Some of these guys are practice squad, too, which is something that right. the Eagles could look more into, like, oh, and what, we're not going to make the roster. We're going to put you in the practice squad. You'll be active right. for a that's, few that's, that's a great note. Well, I'll say two things. One of them is that when we do the actual roster prediction, we'll include the, the, the practice squad. The second thing is, again, you guys got to remember, this is a prediction. We have no idea how these battles are going to turn out. So we're going to get a lot more information as the summer progresses. And the last thing, which is a great note that Max just said, when Howie Roseman talks about the roster, he always talks about it in different tiers. In the past, because there used to be seven inactives on game day, it was the 46, the 53, and the practice squad. Now I think there's 48 active on game day. Is that right? I think we were talking about this earlier. Whatever it is, it's the active game day roster plus the inactives on the 53 and then the practice squad. So what you got to do when you're going through this is not think of it as a 53-man roster, but think about who's active on game day and then who do the Eagles want to protect from waivers because if they think that take a guy like Davion Taylor, right? Like they don't, if they think he's not good enough yet, they still need to keep him on the active roster. Guys, a former third round pick, he's going to get scooped up. If they think a guy like, you know, Raekwon Williams is beneficial to the team, but they don't think he's going to be on the active roster. He's a guy that you're more willing to say, okay, we'll let him test the waters. 
We'll test him. We'll see if we can get him on the practice squad because he's a guy you could get on the practice squad. So that's the way they're going to think about it. And when we go through and get a little bit more information, that's the way we're going to think about it too. You got to think active roster and then the inactives that they want to keep and protect. And then guys, they think they can get on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. Any other notes from you guys before we wrap this up? No, I think he says we'll do a Q and a probably next week, maybe the week after. Yeah. We'll probably have a full mailbag the next Q and a. And then I would say podcast. We'll do probably one, a few days before training camp, previewing training camp. And then there will be another 53 man roster prediction. I would say, what are we going to do after the first, second game? Mm, We can decide later, either after the first or second preseason game, we'll do another 53 man roster prediction. I would say have training camp. The second preseason game is the most important. So I would guess probably the after right. the second. Well, because then we'll also have training camp videos, footage, notes on top of preseason game and coverage. So it'll wait. It'll be better, more precise guesses, I would say. Some of these guesses we're throwing into thin air. Like Shenard Avery, he could be a total bum at linebacker, but we're giving him the benefit of the doubt because we've never seen him play a linebacker. And it's the new coaching staff. As I said earlier, Jim Schwartz played favorites, but not played Shenard Avery for some stupid reason. Hmm. So. Once training camp and preseason happen, we'll have better guesses. Hopefully. Maybe not, but for the most part. Yeah, it's been really slow. The yeah. guy who the guy who tweeted the Between, Sixers uh, interest in Dame Lillard also had oh the gosh. Colts high in, high level of interest in trading for Carson Wentz. Can we talk about the Mets? No. Hey Big Dame was, home. Thank you everyone for uh tuning in. Make sure to leave us five stars. Uh you know, don't follow Donovan on Instagram and let's the keep Grom, it going. I think we should just turn the, the whole podcast into like just a Jacob DeGrom podcast. We could just talk about oh Jacob right. DeGrom. Goodbye, everybody. And Thank his, you for listening. His, and, 90, uh, we'll his, see, 90, we'll his 93 mile an hour slider. 